Okay. Okay. Love me for me. <laughs> well, you've gone quite the minute I press record. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to do like an I intro know, I, thing. I, I, will, I will do an intro. I will do an intro. Yeah, we'll call it a little start there, the preamble. Yeah, so I'm going to do a start in going, uh, this is such and such a podcast anyway before this. So I'll just, I'll just introduce it to okay. you. Um, so, so I'm here um, in upstairs in my... Uh, your lovely house, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, thanks. Very thanks. Nice. Well, my little office, I was going to say, but uh, so you would say man cave, but in man cave, yeah, it is kind of like a man cave. Yeah. It's very yeah. infantilized kind of version. This office is, is more Don Draper, man caves. Yeah. yeah, no. Everyone told me don't buy a treadmill; you never use it, and we did for the first. See that thing at the top of it? That's like I thought. I'll put my laptop up there. Oh, I'll and watch, watch TV shows yeah, yeah, and just yeah, yeah. watch Forrest Gump over yeah. and over again. Which is apt because he, you know, he. Yeah. See, Brian is straight down to business. We're here to talk yeah. about well, not Forrest. The, not Gump. the running part that only make you angry. <laughs> Why can he run more than me? <laughs> I um, so Brian and James. I, I just want to give you an intro first because you're the first podcast I listened to. So this is like um, really, yeah. You got me into podcasting. I remember wow, that's great. I remember um, not too long ago either. Um, am I listening to you? Maybe five years? Would you be going Jeez, longer than that? We've been going. No, we started in 2018. So oh, yeah, 18, 19, 20, five years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you're from the beginning. Yeah, probably. Yeah, wow, yeah. Wow, thank you. And because I remember why? <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you like what made you think I'll give this a go? And and you know what the funny thing is, I thought I'd love to have a podcast, and then I was thinking, what would I do? And I would talk about what do I know about it or whatever, or what yeah. do I like talking about? Movies. And then the very first thought about what would I do about a movies thing is to have like the comedy arguments, the comedians, because that are into com- and the fir- again, I'm roundabout way of saying you inspired this podcast because of your bad. Review okay. of one of my favorite movies. Oh, well, yes, that's a. <laughs> I like. I that. might not say bad review now. <laughs> well, hang on. Is this a Forrest Gump? I actually, it's it's episode one seventy seven. Wow, of the year you got podcast. a bookmarked in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're living rent free in your. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I right? remember when it came out. I actually thought I'm in a bad mood. I'm not going to listen to that for a few <laughs> weeks, just for fear. Because uh, just a quick um, synopsis of of, of uh, the two guys here. So James, you went to college to study film production, film and TV. Yes, yeah, yes. and you have a big. Um, uh, understanding of movies and you uh, talk about yeah. yeah I'd be yes uh, and, and the background of movies and stuff sure. and, and all the classics you can discuss in great length and the whole lot and I then, am quite pretentious yes, yes. Well, no no but I, you, no, you know your movies but then I couldn't take the compliment I had to like make it oh yeah I'm a freak <laughs> that, see that right there James <laughs> at least you're aware of what you're doing yes, there, yeah. yes. you push people away I do I do and then, and then over to Brian then who uh, watches the greatest sh- amount of shite that's on exactly, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies you've never heard of until you tune into your podcast yeah French stuff about women having sex with cars and that was a good movie uh, what are you doing <laughs> She had sex with a fire engine, I believe. And then yeah. my, my favourite then is when you go to old classics, classics that I remember like thinking brilliant film when it came out at the time, like Malice. Malice, and, yeah. And then and I, I, he was slated. That, I just used that because you slated that one. I slate these movies. I don't even remember what he said about I thought we were pretty, I thought we were kind of talking up Malice a bit, weren't we? No. He, no? No. Oh, he, okay. Brian was like, and, and what I got was that his, his whole approach to it was just like, uh, see the thing is, uh, again, you you went to college. You notice, you know this um, story That's arc right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three act structure. Yeah. So yeah. back in the nineties when Malice and I was out, that was 
you had, you had two or your three. Now you have four or five. But, you know, we've adapted. Obviously, movies are way better. And, yeah, yeah. And I think when people see an old movie, they don't. Um, well, it's true. You do kind of have to watch it and keep in mind. So I, I'm pretty forgiving with that. It's like I'll be kind of conscious of this was made in a certain time, and I'll give it a bit of leeway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a, kind of now the whole three act structure or like the twelve acts of the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell, all that stuff. It's yeah. a bit more sophisticated now because cynics like us come in and be, we try and pick it apart and like, <laughs> oh, no, it's actually wait, wait, quite is, derivative. Is it more, wait, it's more complex now, you might say. Well, when it's I'd done say, well. I'd say the opposite. I'd say now a lot of the, well, the movies that make it to the theatres now, the yeah, big ones. Well, like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not counting Marvel or any of that shit. Well, I'd like, say they're all taking that kind of mould right there oh, now. Oh, very much so, more yeah. more and more simplified for the Chinese market. Yes. Right, I was right. reading as well, the Chinese produce a lot of microchips, all right? Like we are yeah. like in huge, huge, um, we're in need of the Chinese and their microchips. Yes. Like, we like 95% of our microchips come from China. That's right. how you get the foreign ones down the bloody, yeah. yeah. No. So, what was my point? Uh, <laughs> my point is, James is very cerebral, all right? Not really. Where I kind of like, I'm very much a, a creature of chaos. I just start talking about Chinese for a while when we're talking about movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're right, though. Like, I, well, when I was talking about more sophisticated, I was kind of referencing, you know, actual decent films, you know, that are well made, as opposed to. I understand there's definitely a place for the Marvel stuff. But as you said, for the Chinese market and for the retards, you gotta. Sorry, uh, you want to keep this kind of PC, don't you? <laughs> a little bit yeah. PC, yeah. Okay, bleep that out for the ch- for the. Sounds <laughs> worse. <laughs> okay, do you have? Do- no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just try to. I uh, got. Uh, is why I didn't get the late late show. I wasn't even. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. even in contention. Well, your your dad's also dead. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to blame the Ra. They were having none of it. I was just for the insurance company, though. It's like, no, the Ra did that. Uh, the Ra made him depressed. No, uh, sorry. I'm looking, we're literally four minutes in. <laughs> I I have a problem. I, well, actually, uh, I would make a serious point for a minute. Go on. The movies, I think the movie industry now, the movies that make it to the cinemas have been simplified yes. and yeah. they're kind of designed so even if you don't speak the language you can understand like oh he's driving the car he needs to jump over there oh he jumped over oh his brother is happy that kind of yes. very very simplified yeah, yeah, you know yeah. his daughter's scared he's got to do that he's got to jump in a helicopter yeah. uh, the kind of the actual good movies now are not movies they're just uh, TV shows that's yeah it. you're yeah, right yeah. Yeah. but even the Netflix stuff some of that is good but the reason obviously that I brought this up is we're about to talk about Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction yes, and Pulp yes. Fiction changed the whole movie yes completely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now I'm going to call the villain now oh. how, how did it change and this is me actually I'm not like wait how did it change it you fool it, I'm like <laughs> what, what did Forrest Gump like, what was the big kind of like uh, thinking about Pulp Fiction or what are you talking about well, well, my whole part, I remember... What's going on? <laughs> he said Pulp Fiction changed it, not well, Forrest Pulp, Gump. Not Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction did, did change things. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. after okay. that... Yeah. <laughs> like, See, it, it's all listening, what, what, Brian. What, what, you know, you got to listen. This was 1994. What age are you, Brendan? Uh, I was, I think, minus one years old. You, you were born in 95. Yeah. I was born oh, in wait, 89. Right. So when did you see Pulp Fiction first? Uh, it was on T.G. Catter. For some reason, T.G. Catter, the Irish kind of... Um, how do you describe T.G.? The Irish oh, language. Oh, Jay too, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. They showed a lot of really good movies late at night. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would have watched it there. I think Goodfellas as well is where Man, I watched it. T.G. Catter. T.G. Catter, that's where I first saw The Wire. 
curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. The OC, which obviously isn't good, but the three, the the greatest, three shows. greatest shows of all time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just they showed some really good stuff back in the day. Yeah. That, my wife was telling me, I was telling to her yesterday that I was doing this uh, podcast with you, and um, it, she was telling me that when we met, we were only going out, and I was asking her about, have you, you know, but movies that she hadn't seen. Yeah. And she hadn't seen Pulp Fiction, so I met her watch Pulp Fiction. I was like, fuck's sake, yeah, Pulp yeah. Fiction. And um, shortly afterwards, she was in the pub with friends of hers, and they were talking about movies. And she said, I saw this movie, and there was this guy, and there was another guy who was a boxer, and he had a watch, and she was this, that, and the other. And they were all, like, looking at her going, is she taking the piss? Is she? <laughs> she's trying to, like, tell us about a movie, that, yeah. about Pulp Fiction. One the, of the most famous movies everyone has yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, if you're like, I saw a movie, it was a, it was a, it was a gangster man, and he was rubbing a cat. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. There was a bit of dancing. I think it was a Grease sequel, actually. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's, you know, but when you're kind of like a movie fanatic, as kind of we all are, then there aren't, not everyone is obsessed with movies. So some people can go through life and be kind of unaware of Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. It is like, you know, it's yeah. a very small world you create where it's like, you don't know about well, I say, Fellini, yeah. you fucking idiot. Fellini. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you, eight you and a half weeks you or have some to step shit. back and make sure you don't sound like a comic book guy type yeah, you know, yeah. snob well it's it's funny because kind of I always considered uh, you know you know being kind of a film buff kind of like cool and artsy but now it's sort of being uh, oh if he likes Fight Club it means he's a Nazi it's like <laughs> it's sort of morphed into this kind of uh, I'm, I unpleasant may be, thing I'm, I may be a Nazi but not do a Fight Club <laughs> <laughs> But come here, can I just say that um, the thing about I just, Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction, that argument, right, that people are, oh my God, I can't believe Pulp Fiction lost to Forrest Gump. That's an argument that's had all the times where you've two great things, but on a different yes. level, that people feel the need to pit them against each other. Well, you I know, mean, Forrest Gump is very much the crowd pleaser. and uh, That's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's more outlasting. Um, I, well, sorry, I've, it's pitted against each other because the Academy have pitted against each other. It's not just like well, the it, people. Yeah, the Academy. Yeah, and, uh, I'll tell you and, what I might do, actually, as we're talking here. I might look up, out of interest, what other movies were nominated that year. Uh, Brian, you know the way that you do a podcast and you take notes? Yeah. Well, I have you beaten this <laughs> Oh, you have? I have, I have yeah. everything here. Excellent. What, what's He's steering the ship. See, Brian yeah. can't relinquish control. Yeah. And, Just uh, relax, Brian. <laughs> it's all good. And, uh, You're and, safe. And come here, the reason I did that is because I've, uh, on, a to- on another level, I've always argued that 1994 was one of the best years ever for movies. Yeah. Wait till you hear what was nominated for Best Picture, right? Four Weddings and a Funeral. Brilliant movie. That's a good yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good uh, Quiz show. Quiz s- show is great. Yeah, I mean, that was what's quiz show. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's and it's a true story, which I thought was Robert uh, Redford. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you know, one of his first. Yeah. Do anything about he di- uh, he directed I, it. Yeah. yeah, he did. And it was I, uh, uh, Ralph Fiennes, wasn't it? Oh no. Do, do anything about it? No. Should we? Uh, I, yeah. I've kind of forgotten that it was like a quiz show. It was a. Um, it was rigged, wasn't it? It was a rigged quiz show. Right. Where either CBS or NBC didn't want yeah. the weird guy to win it. They wanted the handsome guy to win oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? it? Was Ralph Fiennes and some other guy? Was it? Um, uh, I can find out for you now in a second. I, I'll Google it right there. But anyway, they wanted Gilbert the, Godfrey. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted the handsome Gilbert Godfrey yes, to win. Of course. Uh, no, I'll, I'll look at Beaky Talk. I'll so that's kind of like note, note to self: have IMBD open at all times when I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess while you're both looking stuff up, I'll keep talking. Well, so we'll, we'll uh, Google you know, it now. Somebody's got to keep this thing. Quiz show 1994. I think I've got it before you. 
He got uh, it up first, Brian. John Turturro. Ah, ah, that's a good pick for a weirdo. Yeah. For a 90s weirdo. Yeah. You know, compare him to some actual freaks out there. He's Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah. you know, but back then it's like, oh, he's tall and hairy. Yeah. What a freaking monster. That was one of the first ones I remember that Hank Azaria was in as well. Yeah, he's he was, good in yeah. that. So it's, I imagine it's kind of like a black comedy satire kind it, of thing. It's actually in black and white as far as I can remember, wasn't oh. it? Oh, I'm not too sure if it is or not. I, I can't. I haven't seen. It. I literally saw it in college. I think it was like my first year in college. They were all going out and partying. I was like, yeah. "Guys, be quiet." Yes, I'm watching quiz show. I'm, I took some Adderall. I'm watching quiz show. Yeah. So come here, four weddings uh, quiz show, and here we go. Right, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Damn. Yeah. And Forrest Gump. That was the five. And Forrest Gump won Best Picture. One Best Picture. As so well, it yeah. even beat out Shawshank. Yeah. Wow. Best director that year was uh, Woody Allen for Bullets Over Broadway. Another. Hey. Come on. Hey, I I mean, I love Woody Allen's work. Got to say it like that, but... (laughs) And his movies. Uh, (laughs) You dirty dog. Come on now. Christoph... That was a bit mean, actually. Three Colours Red. Do you know that movie? No, that was another Uh, one. I'm familiar with it, yeah. The French film. I've watched some of the Three Colours, not all of them. Three Colours Red, White and Blue, right? I watched the one with the sad French woman. (laughs) Yeah, that's all of them. Okay, you're right, sorry. No, that's Quiz Show again, <laughs> and that was John Turturro. Uh, Morgan, so Best Actors was Morgan Freeman. Nigel Hawthorne for The Madness of King George. That was another good, well, I, I didn't know. see He's that good. one. He's well received, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Paul Newman for Nobody's Fool, which was a good movie. John Travolta for Pulp Fiction, and then Hanks won that as well, Best Actor. Yeah, so how many, Hanks, I mean, Forrest Gump was the big winner that year. How many B- win? Yeah, big time. Uh, like Pulp 11? Fiction won a few. I think it was kind of like screenplay and stuff like that. Uh, mm. Pulp yeah. Fiction won screenplay directly written, whereas Forrest Gump won scre- screenplay adapted. Adapted. Mm. So it's based on a book. Yes. Who wrote the book? I'm not too sure, but okay. the guy. Um, Good. No nerds. Well, the guy. Phil Bros. He actually didn't get tanked in any speeches. <laughs> he didn't even get an invite. <laughs> and and the worst of it then is um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was up for best supporting actor. Okay. And, Who beat him on? Oh, because and and it was Ed Wood, uh, Martin Landau, that won the best. Oh, movie. that was a sympathy vote. Yeah, right? yeah. But, but he I mean, is very good, and I didn't realize Ed Wood was ninety four. They got that? screwed on every, and I never, and I never knew because I always thought it was in hindsight because I thought, oh, Pulp Fiction. Then over the next few years, yeah, and people look back and thought that was. But it seems on the night Quentin Tarantino went up on stage and said, "Oh, this, I, I think this looks like the only thing I'm going to win." Uh, I could talk to you all night about. How wrong this was, or something. Oh, those really? Lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's very coked up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's probably his first time doing cocaine. It's like, I like how this feels. But, <laughs> all right. I got to tell people in Hollywood about cocaine. <laughs> they don't know the truth. Harvey, Harvey, put down that nine year old. But he, he, um, like, he had made Reservoir Dogs. Yes. He had sold True Romance. True to Romance. Make Reservoir Dogs. And, and Natural he, Born Killers. He had then become an advisor on, on True Romance. With Tony Scott because yeah. he met Reservoir Dogs really fast. Yeah. And then he eventually like had got a bit of clout and met Paul. This was literally like his second movie that yes. he was making. Yeah. Mm. So he sold off the first two scripts like uh, True Romance and Natural Born Killers and yeah. they were trying to buy Reservoir Dogs and he was like, no way, I'm directing that. I'm making this one. Nobody's yeah. touching that one. Uh, which was the right choice because mm. then he got the clout to make fucking now, Pulp Fiction. If I'm correct, didn't... I think he started... To make a different movie, and it, it was a real low budget movie called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend or something like that. Are you guys familiar with this? Oh, no. yeah, my yeah. 
girl. Yeah, something it was something, like about, that. something about a girl being a mental patient, and it, it was something like I think they filmed it for like three days and gave up because of budget and all that. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so I'd love to know more about that, and if like that's a script going around. There's probably, or, I mean, he probably had a few misfires. He also did some acting work back then, like kind of yeah. you'd see him pop up and stuff. But known for his appearance in Golden Girls, correct? And I, then, I, Sorry, I was I was going to say I remember that he had. Uh, if you look at his IMBD, there's like he's on a couple of little TV shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's that real kind of clip that went viral a couple of years ago, or not? No, recently because of the Top Gun sequel. But he was in some shitty movie in the nineties. It's called like My Best. What was it? Fucking. Uh, I'm not too sure. Doesn't even. Yeah, it was a bad yeah. film. But uh, it's him at a party talking about the character in Top Gun and how it's all an allegory for homosexuality. Oh, yeah, that's you know? actually from a movie. Yeah, yes, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that. Yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's literally one scene. He's only in that one scene. It's yeah, a little yeah. cameo he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, it's weird. He's not a great actor, but if you get him, if you cast him properly, he can be good in exactly. certain roles, saying, you know? Like, casting is so much more important than acting in a way. Like, Polly Walnuts isn't like you know, he couldn't yeah. do yes minister you know you he couldn't do like <laughs> yeah, 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 couldn't yeah. A, oh what with the, the thames what is yeah, that he could play a british gentleman he couldn't yeah. you know but when you get someone in the right role yeah it's yeah. Just easy and you yeah. just let them fly and, and it's and it's so it's funny when you when you're into movies and you're re- reading all these trivia stuff online and the whole like you know taken uh jeff bridges was the, the they were oh, trying really? to get him to do that wow and just at the last minute he realized oh no there's a lot of work involved here physically yeah and I'm, I'm not actually doing it and they went and got liam neeson like you couldn't imagine taking without liam neeson no now, yeah you know. well what's funny is then like you know over a decade later jeff bridges in that show the old yeah, man yeah the old man but yeah he doesn't actually do that much oh in it, yeah, that's yeah, right and that's yeah. basically that's a real trend now kind of like you know get the old guy yeah. get the uh, you know older guys but they had some you know fucking marines training so now mm. they can kick the shit out of 30 people in their 20s i'm, I'm waiting for that to happen in comedy now speaking of old guys on a totally different because i'm going to come back to forest Gump, but i just yes. i was talking about you guys yesterday Thank you. Yeah, uh, you're literally work. the only one out there promoting. Us. No, it's not to do with the podcast. Well, oh. it is. It's kind of to do with the podcast. <laughs> All those allegations. Wow, those are baseless. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's something about um it, that we were talking about. You know, when you, as you get older, you just kind of you learn lessons and you kind of look at this that and the other. And I I talked of this as an example. You were talking on your podcast about one of the guys that lived with one of you was doing this kind of an Airbnb for your car. Oh yeah, yeah, that was my yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I remember you did this episode, and you were like, "Oh, and uh, so and so's car, and some people are collecting it because there's like an Airbnb for your car." So yeah, you basically, you don't know it's like Airbnb. You rent out your car, a stranger comes along, takes your car away, and yeah. you never see it again. Well, this is the thing. It, uh, your first episode, you were like, "That's a great idea," and I remember listening to it going, "That's a terrible idea." <laughs> Well, you so, were right. So then we come back in the next episode. You're like, so Sonso's car got robbed, and it was used as a yeah, yeah. It was, it it was like used to traffic vehicle. drugs by a Chinese criminal gang. Basically, the yakuza. I know they're Japanese, but the go yakuza with me here. of Santry were the fucking yeah, the fucking Ballymun yakuza came in and were using it to traffic. I, I don't drugs. know why I chewed that up because, as I say, I was just listening to you yesterday. But uh, well, actually, yeah, but, that guy, he's my roommate. He's been my friend for years, so he's a big fan of our podcast. He's also a fan of your because he used to come to my early gigs so one of my first gigs was in uh Whelan's and he saw you it's like that fireman guy was brilliant yeah i yeah. think i've met him i think that, i think you have met him yeah. actually you probably have yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah I, so. I don't have that many fans so I must, I must have known, yeah. <laughs> yes it's a very small pool that we're all kind of 
we're all drinking from the same well, you know. But I, I, so sorry, going back to Forrest Gump anyway and Pulp Fiction and the reason the, the, uh, that we're here. This intervention. <laughs> to be honest, I think I, you know, I sort of, you know, I kind of railed on and said, oh, stupid. I, I understand a lot of it is, um, you know, uh, it's like allegory or metaphorical, but I was just taking it like for face value. It's like, well, he couldn't actually run across the country. What a fucking, this is stupid. Uh, there's so well, much yeah. about it that's just I will just, say, I'm glad James ridiculous. said that, because I think James is way more negative at Forrest Gump yes, than me. Yeah. Well, I'm the one taking the brunt You're of this. right. No, no, we're both, like, I was definitely, I am, um, I'll hold my hands up I feel, here. I feel like I'm in the haze. I was, uh, I was definitely bashing on Forrest Gump unfairly, but, you know, it's just... For some reason, I just kind of get a kick out of seeing something that's beloved by everyone and just going, that's actually shit. See, my, my point would be like that. I love Pulp Fiction. I, th- I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And, and I love her. I just think they're totally different movies for people to pitch the two against. It's okay to just go, yeah, they were both brilliant. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, well, that's I'm not the world we live in. You choose a side yeah. and you <laughs> die yeah. on that hill. My, an- my, my analogy there would be that... Um, Pulp Fiction is uh, Peaky Blinders fighting the pub and Forrest Gump is Del by falling through the hatch. That's kind of like, you know what I mean? Okay. It's totally... Yeah, it's, even it's, even it's, I, Paul, uh, vaguely get that reference. <laughs> I, uh, I have not watched Peaky Blinders. Now, I have watched Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, we yeah. all know the Only Fools and yeah. Horses bit. I reenact that bit sometimes <laughs> on my own. I'm like, oh, not watch out, purpose. Trigger. I just fall over, hit my head. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like David Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I haven't watched Peaky Blinders either. That would be funny if you fell over in the pub and just jumped up back up and went, Only fools and horses! Yeah. Yes, well, and you're bleeding profusely. <laughs> Where's Trigger? Come on, I'm it's, dead, boy. I you actually, just, I've never seen uh, Peaky Blinders, I said Perky Blinders. Uh, yeah. I've never seen Peaky Blinders, but I have an irrational hatred because I have to deal with a lot of Americans who are like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm in Ireland. I feel like I'm in Peaky Blinders land Which was right men now. in Birmingham. Yeah. I know, yeah. 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 Also, you see a lot of guys dressed like the Peaky Blinders now. It's kind of like a and new... They're all cunts. And the, yeah. hair, and the haircuts. I just can't get yeah, over how... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like the, the flap caps and the big, you know, the tweed jackets... But there are only 19, you know? I think there's barbers all over Dublin just kind of doing those haircuts and in their own head they're going, can't believe I'm getting paid to do this shit. <laughs> this is fucking... I don't even have to blend. I just do a fucking yeah. line around... Like, this is going back to the old times where your mother put a bowl over your head. And just, yeah, did like, the old scissors around these, the bowl. These dickheads are paying me 25 and 30 euros to do this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I, so I, I get my hair cut by a middle-aged woman in Monaghan and that's how I like it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she's my auntie so yeah. you know much love and respect yeah, also the local prostitute <laughs> <laughs> no not local she's <laughs> branching out now she's diversifying her revenue streams <laughs> and not just those streams <laughs> so anyway Forrest Gump versus Pulp Fiction how, how do you guys her husband would batter me by the yeah, way yeah, so yeah, I hope that never gets I'd out I'd love to see it um, <laughs> now how do you want to, so, so you are team Forrest Gump I'm team Forrest Gump because you want to be team I'll yeah be you can be team I, I'm team Ed Wood in the corner <laughs> I, I do love Ed Wood you're now. Martin Landau yeah. doing well, heroin sorry just the Oscar scene can I just say by yeah. the way you know what won uh, best cinematography the only one that kind of didn't out of all those that didn't you know I mean anything else or wasn't in for anything yeah. Legends of the Fall did you ever see that film oh with Brad Pitt that was the most like no wait yeah it, Brad Pitt was in it what's, what's that it's like uh, really shit I think isn't it, it? I've never it, heard it of was, this I remember seeing it first going did I enjoy that? You know when you watch a movie you go, did I enjoy yeah. that? Yeah. 
And when you look back at it now, it was a real like that they just tried to tick every box going. They had this. Uh, what was it even about? Like two brothers. It was brothers about a bunch of brothers. And one of them went off to war. So they sent the other one after him. Okay. And he died. And then the brother came back and married his girlfriend. And Right. Uh, kind of like um, Hunter Biden. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Biden. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. he banged his, uh, his dead brother's uh, Wife. ex-wife. Yeah. 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 yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what happens in the movie, by the way? Oh, uh, so he comes back. Brad Pitt comes back. And then he... Um, but there's a there's an Indian girl. They're living on a big farm, um, a big farm, a big ranch on the uh, side of the river. A reservation, they, yeah, yeah. And Anthony Hopkins is the father. And, oh, okay. Uh, this, and, and I, I have heard of Legends of the Fall really only because it was one of Brad Pitt's like first movie roles. Yeah, yeah but, but and, and in it, like he has long blonde hair. Yeah, he's only gorgeous. This is like young. Yeah, Brad Hello. Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even a even a manly man like you, Brian, would yeah, your yeah. he he turn your head, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Which are pink microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pink pink microphone and purple jumper. Yeah. <laughs> it's a look. It's a it's a nice jumper it's, though, you know. It's actually something I must go back to as Legends of the Fall and watch that again. Um, I might do it now. I, I, I'm going through this phase at the moment rather than because there's not that many new f- movies, or maybe it's just because I'm old. I'm going back through old classics and watching them again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question. What name any good movies, long lasting movies that you actually like from last like year or like two years? There's not that many. It's no, not, there's not. not there's not that you go back and watch it over and over. Yeah. Again, really. I mean, what no, was some- you know the last. Sorry for cutting you. The last movie that I remember watching and thinking I will watch this on a regular basis was Nobody with. Um, oh yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, the, again, that's kind of like from the the Taken school of filmmaking. It's yeah. like you know, but that was fun. I remember enjoying watching it. I tell you, like one a couple of good movies came out there. Like uh, the Menu. Did you see the Menu? No, I really enjoyed the Menu. Yeah, but, people uh, say good things about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there uh, were a few kind of in. What like Oscar contention there? Like, what were some of the Oscar well, ones? All the Oscar movies that come out, you know, like I I watch it and never want to watch. You know, did you ever see a movie about the deaf people? Oh, Coda, no, Coda, yeah, that's yeah, basically no. it's like a lifetime movie. It's yeah, like, it's so saccharine, sweet, and like there's a deaf person, she feels sad. Oh no, and they, they've got a daughter who can hear. She yeah. can't relate to her parents. Yeah. At the end, they do relate. There's no murders or anything. She's listening to podcasts, and her parents are like, hey. "Yeah, <laughs> oh no, no, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry." It's sorry. pretty, it's pretty shit and basic, and yeah. it's not, it's not challenging to it. It's literally yeah. designed. It feels like you know the way they make like really like food for old people to swallow very easily yeah it yeah it felt like that just like nice mushy paste but yeah. come here now that you have to say it I'm just sitting here going I must be like there must be some movie in the last two or three years that I just thought was brilliant and that that it's is hard, terrible isn't hard, it though. like in 94 you're, it felt like every, I was thinking about like 2007 8 you got like There Be Blood and No Country for Old Men yeah, like, yeah. even Tropic Thunder like, you get these really fun yeah. movies like I love going to the cinema this is great that's, would, like, would that's I Google I, that best best movies in the last five years I guarantee years, you're going to get like fucking Ant-Man shit it's going to be like <laughs> it's going to be like stuff like that but what one best picture there recently who knows I, there's I, no I way to find out I can't even remember <laughs> Yeah, no one knows. I feel knows. like there's definitely some, there's one that and people are listening to this like, it's this. It was everything you know, everywhere at once. I'm on, a, I'm, oh, on yeah. a, I'm on a, a, a movie Facebook page and every now and again people will put up something about films and someone will go, who played the part of whatever? They, yeah. They're, they're questioning. I'm always tempted to just come and go, yeah, I'd like to know too. If only there was some sort of a device where you could <laughs> yeah. find this out. Well, Banshees of Inisherin. That was oh, that was, yeah, that was yeah, great. Yeah, that was yeah, 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 I take it back there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just. But it's, but a ra- it's a rare breed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But you've been flying the flag for Marvel for a long time, Brian. Uh, Look look at me. Did you see Power of the Dog? I like Power of the Dog, but I wouldn't uh, go back and watch it again. I wouldn't. um, Top Gun Maverick. I would rank over yeah. that now. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, I like that. I've actually seen that twice, so that's that's. I mean, you won't see it. I haven't, but I've heard it's good. Nineteen seventeen. I've seen that twice. That's brilliant. That was, yeah, yeah, I liked it. You hated it. Though, I didn't, didn't actually enjoy it. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. No, I was the I was the one. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. I was, I was the wet blanket. I, way, I much preferred it to Dunkirk. I I had a real problem with Dunkirk. Dunkirk annoyed me. Well, you don't like I, it. I, I was hyped up a lot for Dunkirk. And I yes. Didn't, uh, Yes, but I was uh, Dunkirk was really hyped up, and in the end, it was yeah. just yeah. I know Christopher Nolan. He's really been rubbing me the wrong way in the last <laughs> few years. You know, fucking, I don't know. He's pushing your buttons. Yeah, man. but I tell you what, I'm very excited for F- fucking Killers of the Flower Moon, Flowers of the Killer Moon. Oh, the new Scorsese. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. it looks like the trailer came out, and Jesus, it's the only thing keeping me going. That's the only reason I got out of bed this morning. It really is. That's yeah. the sad thing, and like the sad thing as well is like. It's not like it's going to be like 10 more Scorsese food movies. No, you know, it's like, but, enjoy it when you can. But like there was, it just got screened at Cannes there. People are saying DiCaprio gives the best performance of his career. Yeah. Hands down. And Lily Gladstone as well. Don't forget the, her. Uh, the Native American hey, one. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, and right, that's Robert De Niro. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that now. It's good to yeah, see no, like I, an actual master. Yeah, no, it's good. To, and, and that he's taking his time and his, it's, it was a pet project of his Day for years. I watched actually that I genuinely loved. I never told you about this. Zero Fucks Given. Zero Fucks Given? Yeah, a great little movie. I believe it's French or something. Okay. It was shot during COVID anyway, so they're all wearing masks and many scenes in it. Right. Very, very good. But this woman who, um, her mother dies in mysterious circumstances, maybe she was a bit sad. Oh, uh, yeah. So then, like, she decides to become a flight attendant, and it's a very, like, slice-of-life movie where she goes around, learns to be a flight attendant, meets a guy, doesn't really work out, another guy... Has to deal with like really boring stuff with the insurance company where it turns out like basically our mother just drove into a wall, you know. <laughs> sure. So, like, you know, yeah. you have to deal with that whole thing there. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. The dad's just kind of sad, obviously, because like, you know, his wife is dead. Right. And uh, there's no big drama in it at all. There's no big moment of like, oh my God, they kidnapped the president's daughter. Like, nothing like that. <laughs> and it's just at the end, you Suckly know, bleed. at the end, she's kind of grown up a little bit. And that's basically, she goes to a concert and she kind of smiles. That's it. And the older I get, the more I kind of want those types of movies. Yeah. And less yeah. of the formulaic stuff where it's like, you know, the girl is sad because she can't play basketball. At the yeah. end, she can. Just give me Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, a bunch of sad white men whose <laughs> lives are falling apart. Which is. And it's all set in one room you know that's what I want but but that's why I like Forrest Gump I like happy endings I hate if you watch a movie and there's a terrible ending like that this is the thematic difference between you and me did you like that uh, thing that Casey Affleck was in and the Manchester by the Sea. sea. Did you like that movie? Oh yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that was, that was two hours James, of my life. I, I mean, never James watched the bit where I mean, he tries to kill him. Yeah. The irony of that is, I'm I'm working for the fire brigade as a paramedic, and I watched that in the station in about three sittings yeah. as I went out on dig calls. Yeah, yeah. My life is sur- surrounded by people in misery, and then I'm watching exactly. that fucking film. Well, like, that's I'm the like, thing. No. You have like a job where it's like you know you're you encounter some real world horrific stuff. We're both man children who yeah. are. Completely like coddled and like insulated from the real world, so we'll be like, "Yeah, I actually like really dark, gritty movies." Yeah, exactly. So my big hardship is when they recast Captain America, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like you know, didn't give Andrew Garfield enough screen time in the new Spider-Man yeah. movie. <laughs> 
that's my kind of harshness yeah you know? yeah where it's like it's perfectly understandable but i think i'm you know guilty of it as well in the rare times where i'm not feeling the best you know because yeah. usually i'm just winning all the time yeah. but you know at times when i'm not feeling great i'll just stick on like an adam sandler movie and just veg out See, that's and, the know? thing i i in my mind i always picture that there's uh, movies that are like that that you leave your brain at the door like adam sandler you're going to have a laugh uh, yes oh yeah far movies and then you have like when we spoke about taken earlier on again that's just action i don't have to yeah you know, the, exactly the, the plot yeah. is basically oh he was a navy seal and now he's coming back he's or whatever killed, you know. he's killing foreigners i'm on the good time <laughs> yeah exactly and and then you have like oh right so the, the irish man i'm gonna have to sit down and watch this or right right yeah, yeah yeah so that's when i want to watch a decent movie or whatever but uh but forrest gump i think is just that's a uh, feel good you, you know there's a bit of there's loads of scenes in it like there's yeah. loads of scenes that you can remember I know there's loads of scenes you can remember in Pulp Fiction as well well yeah Forrest Gump but that's thing it's it's a happy feel good movie but it is done well it's executed well again I was kind of not even that I'm taken back I still I stand by my criticism of it but yeah. I I want more to debate here guys oh, okay. yeah, well, come here. can, I, like, can yeah. I give you loads of because I've, I've looked these up I want to okay. throw them out All right. Forrest Gump made 678 million at the box office and Pulp Fiction made 230 million which is about a third of that Jesus. but the budget of Pulp Fiction was only 8 million how much Which, what was the budget uh, I don't know but I think it, it, you know people felt well that balanced it up obviously but, Gump is going to be more expensive but yeah, yeah they yeah. were on about uh, people always on about Pulp Fiction losing or Forrest yeah Pulp Fiction losing out to Forrest Gump Saving Private Ryan lost out to Shakespeare in Love yeah that's I mean that's that was a Faustian pact you know uh, Weinstein did a deal with the it was devil the worst thing he ever did man it's because of him that we all know the name Gwyneth Paltrow mm. so uh, he deserves what's he deserves getting raped in prison <laughs> Sorry, keep, keep on this PC. This <laughs> is for the kids, right? Fair. There's going to be like an edit going, uh, we just cut out something that James I pictured, I pictured you with like Saki and uh, on the dead, you know? Uh, Fargo lost out to the English patient. Oh, uh, no, yeah. that's a disgrace. Yeah. And so, and there's loads, there's loads of other ones. Um, I mean, Best Picture, it is usually a controversial like thing like almost immediately afterwards like when coda won like the next day people are like why the fuck did that win yeah yeah you all know? these ones that win uh are forgotten about very very quickly I mean, it's all very political uh, they played the game they made the right moves and and the other thing was that it was um it was uh supposedly pro-american like uh, you know which the, one forrest gump that they kind of oh okay yeah they kind of whitewashed over a lot of the kind of stuff yeah that made it like a bit the kind of, racism and war and all that stuff they really do yeah yeah but it wouldn't have really fitted in with the story the whole no yeah. of course yeah again but that's why that's oh, yeah, that's for the cynics like yeah. me come in it's like oh the military industrial complex <laughs> i'm afraid to ask you this now but how many times do you think the n-word was said in Pulp fiction oh not enough how many times, uh, said, how many times <laughs> they said it in forrest gump <laughs> Every time they cut, <laughs> instead of saying cut, Spielberg just yelled the yeah, N word. Yeah. Um, so that was the thing. There was the the thing was that, that it was a hundred and ten times. That's a lot. And, yeah, and the heroin overdose. Like the the leading lady in a movie had a heroin heroin overdose, overdose. again. Like it's. It, uh, very controversial for the time you know it's like yeah. that's why it changed the game like yeah. a big mainstream movie where you see like the main it girl doing heroin and ODing and dying and then sorry is that bad like is well that, that's good for me that at, makes it better Forrest yeah. Gump didn't do that even in Vietnam all the heroin going around but, but I, I was listening to a, um, a podcast about the Sopranos and remember in the fifth episode I think it was yeah 
Tony, the main yeah, the character, kills, kills the Yeah, so that and, was like really revolutionary. Uh, and they were, they were basing uh, the likes of how things had changed since Pulp Fiction yeah. in movies. And this was the first time that it was actually going to happen on a TV show. Yeah. So, you know, like that there was going to be an anti-hero, or not so much an anti-hero, but an, a hero that just could, or your main character was not just going to be a, yeah. a clean, polished well, see, kind of guy. The thing why Pulp Fiction and the 90s in general were so kind of revolutionary, like the example being Uma Thurman being a heroin addict and OD and... Because when you you have to look at it not just from the film but from like you know her agent going this will be terrible for your image you can't be on screen doing yeah. heroin because the nineties I mean you know when you're coming off like the Hayes Code and stuff like of the fifties where it's like you can't do X Y and Z like incrementally sixties seventies eighties that all got chipped away yeah. and then the nineties sort of brought this new kind of fuck you balls to the wall it's hip and cool to do heroin and say the n-word it's what all the kids are doing yeah. so let's get yeah. with it you know and in true romance i remember hearing that uh, tom sizemore was asked to for to do a particular part which involved him beating up he was the bad guy who was going to beat up um uh, patricia arquette yeah 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 and he wouldn't do it because he's gone no way people just remember me for that but i'm in a play with a guy uh, James Gandolfini is his name. He's very good. He'll do it. Oh, wow. And that's how James well, you know, Tom Sizemore is like, this might hurt my image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Thing. So he's on, and Tom Sizemore is on with a, so he ends up being a cop with um, Sean Penn's brother. What's his name? Chris Penn. And yeah, yeah. obviously the two of them have such a. <laughs> yeah, they have a great chemistry. I fucking loved Tom Sizemore uh, and Chris Penn. Great character actors. Mm. But obviously, that scene with Gandolfini in True Romance is just yeah. fucking amazing. You know? That was the thing. Like, you wouldn't do that today, but back then. And then, like, Gandolfini was like, that was one of his first big roles. That was, I mean, that was that's like, what that's got the, him with yeah, Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So thank you, Tom Sizemore, for all for, that you've yeah, done for, for us. For being worrying. Yeah. R.I.P. Come here, I've, I've written loads of stuff down here. It's kind of, now this isn't mine, but I just thought it was, it was nice. One was, uh, it's a box of chocolates versus a glowing suitcase. Yes, true. Well, Brian, Brian, you're not impressed. <laughs> uh, no, I, I get, I get it. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I, uh, let me ask you something then, Paul. Yeah. Um, you know about the whole the casting thing. How they're thinking. A lot of people were named for this. You know, not yes. just like Tom Hanks, like Bill Murray, Michael yeah. Keaton. Um, basically, any big named actor time was considered. Yeah. If you had to pick one, who are you going for? Kilmer, Murray. Oh, oh I can't see. It. I Michael could Keaton. I could probably see Bill Murray doing it, but I, I just think Tom Hanks was brilliant. At see. It. The thing is, it's such a kind of wholesome movie that mm. I think Bill Murray especially would bring this kind of sin- like snidey, and maybe a too cool sarcas- well. sarcasm. Is just like, oh, oh uh, yeah, box of chocolates. Uh, oh yeah, I'll run over there. Sure, yeah, okay. But you, you know, you know those kind of bits of movies where that you'll always, always, always remember them. You can look them up on YouTube, and they're the, probably the part of the movie that you'll just always bring away with you. It gets yeah, you like and emotion. Yeah, like Liam Neeson on the phone. Saying, yeah. you know, yes. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the memeable kind yeah. of parts. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goodfellas, um, how, how am I funny? You know that kind yes. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks talking to the grave in Forrest Gump. Do you remember that in Forrest Gump? Uh, to uh, Jenny's grave or his yeah. mother's grave or who, who's grave? It's just at the very end. It's towards the end of Jenny's grave at the oh, end yeah. of the movie. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert there, by the way. I assume they've seen Jenny <laughs> gets what's coming to her. <laughs> yeah, the end. I, 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 I they, they, there was loads of stuff. Saying, <laughs> there was loads of uh, speculation as to whether it was AIDS as well, and it seems it wasn't. That it came out there recently that it was some sort of hepatitis she died of in 
the book that it was based on. So. Okay. Well, I'm Whatever. sure they left it vague on purpose, so you assume it's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because yeah, hepatitis. Yeah, it, it, it was know. big at the time or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's... Yeah, because she gets... She, like, start doing coke with a bunch of Wall Street dudes, and they pass her around like a... You I, know, like a bong at a Grateful Dead concert. That's <laughs> very good. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, I can't, tell, I can't do this podcast without telling you this. We went to... Um, I used to be the, the secretary of the Sports and Social Club of Ireland, you know, with the Fire Brigade. Oh, nice. And we were organising for the World Police and Fire Games. It was going to be on in New York. And we thought, oh, brilliant place to go. Because it moves around everywhere. It goes to China. And it goes yeah, yeah. What is that? Everywhere. Everywhere. The World Police and Fire Games is the, the... After the Olympics and the Special Olympics is the biggest sporting event. Because there's like... There could be a hundred between a hundred and a hundred and fifty thousand people who show up to do it. You know, it's a really big deal. And what kind of sport? Everything. They do everything. Like select the Olympics, there's like every sport. So okay. if you're a firefighter or police or whatever you can and the lads are fairly handy at it and it's a big accomplishment, you know. Wow, that's cool. So it was going to be on in New York and um we were heading over and everything was grand. We were heading over to Thursday, it was going to start on a Friday and it was going to run for a week. But there was um a hurricane supposed to be hitting. Right. What year are we talking? Oh, I think it was 2004, 2006 or something okay. like that. And Mayor Juliana, Giuliani or whatever, yeah, decided yeah. to close the whole place down. Oh, what And fuck? it seems if you close, he closed down the subway. It seems if you close down the subway, the whole of Manhattan just depends on it. Yeah, so yeah. Everything was closed. Yeah. So when we got over, we, we were there on the Thursday night. I went to this big meeting because I was one of the organizers and they said, look, there's no problem. Uh, everything's closed because of the the hurricane but yeah. we're going to have everything back on uh, the Monday right and I remember putting my hand up going there's no problem I have the Irish team over here for the whole weekend and the only thing open in Manhattan is pubs you got to be <laughs> fucking joking you know? and they were like so one of the guys with the football team because they were the youngest kind of you know they were all going to go nuts like yeah yeah, yeah. he was saying we got to keep these out and I'm going to bring them to training and uh, I was thinking if we did a late dinner someplace will you go get book us in there's 40 of us like so right, the, so the right. guy from the athletics came with me and we were looking for this place and we went to Bubba Gump Shrimp we went to around a couple of restaurants there was loads of them and they were like no nah, we've no staff yeah, yeah. or they just had clothes for the weekend or whatever Bubba Gump Shrimp was open and it's on Times Square and we went down and said hey how you doing we'll speak to the manager we're looking about getting a book and, and uh, these two managers came down the stairs because upstairs was the restaurant and they came down to the bottom of the stairs to us and they said uh, hey how you doing I said we're looking to how many are you looking to book in and I said well I have 40 how many have you got you've got 22 there's 60 oh no way he goes we were just we couldn't we couldn't take that kind yeah, of book yeah. and, uh, the hurricane has had a terrible effect on business Right. And right. I said, yeah, of course it did, because Lieutenant Dang and Forrest were the only boat left. <laughs> and the guy who was with me started laughing, and the two of them just stared at me. Yeah, yeah. And I was <laughs> so tempted to just go, surely that was the first question in the fucking interview to get a job in Bubba Gum Shrimp. Did you see the movie? Why the fuck are you, you know? I bet you they all lied. Like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they said the N-word a bunch of times. Yeah. It was great, yeah. <laughs> Cheeseburgers, yeah, yeah fantastic. F- funny how. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> I, I always remember about yeah. that thing as well as that um, on the because they started on a Monday and they were running so many races they didn't have enough officials then to, to right to right have. right yeah. so the marathon uh, that they ran was it ran to a certain point did a big circle back to that point and then yeah. went on another bit so I think the circle was like s- six or seven miles yeah and then went on a bit so 
it went well for the first couple of hundred people because they were like, that's that way, go that way and go, you know, follow, yeah, follow yeah. the arrows or whatever. Mm. And then it just, there was a bit of a, a cock up and a load of people just ran straight through, didn't do the circle. Oh, fuck. Right, right. So that evening when I went down to the big meetings, they were all they were shouting and bawling, everything going on, they were giving us think. And one of the guys stood up and goes, look, I know there's a problem with the marathon today, but we can't tell who did the full marathon and who did the... the yeah, and, yeah. And, and, then, and then this guy popped up and he goes, the guy who won is from Belgium. He's 55 years of age and he's after knocking seven minutes off the world record. I think we... <laughs> right. And I always thought afterwards, if that was the Irish, we'd have gone, so, and? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he had his Weedabix. What the fuck yeah, are you trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Like, yeah. Notions. So. <laughs> <laughs> he had the right mental attitude, you know. But anyway, Forrest Gump... Um, I wrote down the best scenes. What scenes do you remember from Forrest Gump? Um, okay, so... I'm team Pulp Fiction here. Like, yeah. I oh, don't yeah, sorry. Well, anything, I, so. I, I'm going to give you my favourite line. Um, sorry I had a fight in the middle of your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I, I've only watched it maybe once or twice, so, like, it's kind of... I can't even really... Like, what are some scenes I remember? Obviously, the, this, the speech in Washington is always the big one where he runs through the water then and... Jenny! Oh, that's yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a big memorable one. Did you like uh, the use of archive footage? It was pretty revolutionary now. At the time it was. And even still, like, it I was watched well it done. recently. Yeah, yeah, it still looks pretty when good. When he's talking like, to John Lennon, yeah. you, you know it's fake, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, John Lennon isn't real. But it, it, <laughs> it, it, it looks pretty convincing, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you talking about raccoons? I remember watching it, uh, and that didn't take me out of it. You know, like for example, Sopranos. There's where they CGI in the mother's head, and yeah. it just looks terrible. Yeah. Whereas, like, it doesn't take you out of it in Forrest Gump, so it is well done. So you commend them for that. That was obviously. gas in Sopranos. The CGI was it's just fucking was horrendous. Yeah. Looking, Zemeckis yeah. is he's known for being like. He tries to push boundaries, okay, in in special effects, and he likes yeah. to always try and do the next big thing. So with Forrest Gump, he succeeded. Yeah. But after that, he kind of um. Have you looked up Zemeckis' filmography? He has had dog shit, dog shit, and dog. He's shit. had a fair bit already, and he's always yeah. trying to do like you know. He bites off more than he can chew. It's yeah. Like, I'm yeah. gonna make the Polar Express, and they won't. They look like humans. Right. And they don't. Yeah. They yeah. don't. Yeah. They look yeah. unnerving. Yeah. He got really big into CGI for a long time. doing lots of CGI movies. Yeah, and yeah. None of them look good. He's and, Spielberg's protege. You know. Yes. That, and, he is. and Spielberg handed him the Oscar. Oh, that's nice. Spielberg had won it the year before. Right. So wait, so know, wait, Zemeckis, did Zemeckis, did he, sh- like, what was he doing in Forrest Gump? He directed it. Directed it, so What yeah, did Spielberg yeah. do? Nothing. Nothing. He's he fucking lazy didn't. bastard. Wait, he did. so why is it always Spielberg gets the... What are you talking about? Wait, I always thought Spielberg directed Forrest Gump. No, Robert well, Zemeckis. So Robert, Spielberg yeah. has nothing to do with Forrest no, Gump? No, no. no, he's probably just... Oh. Hanging out with some you're, you're like, uh, oh, I like it now. Well, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> you're probably hanging out some opium dem somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Best scenes of Pulp Fiction. That's uh, weird. Jesus Christ! What a oh my god! Honey Everything's bu- changed. Paul, no? get him out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't deserve to be here. I feel like an idiot. I'm just like when you're talking, uh, Paul. I'm going very quickly out of my own interest. Look up what Zemeckis has done like the last decade. Yeah, I guarantee you, none of it has got over like 50 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I'm trying to think. There is another big Zemeckis movie. Uh, well, he's done quite a Back few. Back to the Future, right? Back well, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like what I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redeemed myself. Yeah, at go. the start, I was like, yes, well, of course, the three act structure, and I'm fucking sitting here so, thinking Spielberg directed <laughs> Forrest Gump. So, for example, bit of a fucking Forrest Gump myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, over a run. Uh, <laughs> I can't even do that. <laughs> 
So, for example, you also did Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Then that's a big kind of At example. At the time, that was huge. Yeah, it's very uh, revolutionary as well. It's fantastic. The live action yeah, yeah. and all the work you did. You ever want to fuck that? a cartoon? Yeah. Not until that movie came along. So then he did <laughs> movies like, you know, um, Beowulf. Beowulf. That yeah. was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah I never uh, saw it. Welcome to Marwen. The yeah. Witches and Pinocchio. He did Pinocchio this year. Live oh, action what? Live action Pinocchio. I've, I've actually seen that. With Jay, Tom yeah. Hanks. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not. He hasn't. Uh, and he did Back glory. to the Future. And what else is there? Right? Uh, Castaway. Those are his three big. Oh, movies. Castaway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never actually seen Castaway. Oh, well, I, I wasn't going to say it, but because you've said it, I haven't seen it either. So. Yeah. Well, there Jesus, you go. So man. what? Sharon well, you go on. Tell, tell us all about Castaway. Uh, he's cast away. Oh, it's a volleyball, and his name yeah. is. Yeah. I, I just. It he didn't, fuck uh, the volleyballs. He fuck it. He does fuck it, James. Sweet. Yeah. It's cast, Castaway was just a movie that got past me that time, and I just haven't got back to it. There was another one I saw a clip from recently, and it's um. Clint Eastwood and it's about baseball movie and it's it was only about 10 years ago less than 10 years ago Oh, and I just saw that and I was like oh I'll have to get that whatever. you beat me there well, I, I'm not too sure there's kind of a new movie now with Willem Dafoe called Inside and it's basically Castaway but he's trapped inside this very like very high tech like expensive like apartment luxury apartment in new york right. so it's all like he's basically just trapped in there he's like an art thief he gets trapped in this building and it's a be- but like there's no food in it so he's basically stuck and he can't like he has to go into survival mode but he's in so it's kind of like yeah basically take castaway but instead of an island he's like in the upper west side of manhattan oh but apparently it's good like kind of uh, is that going to be like as in movie in the cinema or just no a, i think a, it's kind of you know thing or something. Yeah, yeah you know how like movies come out they don't get a huge theatrical release well nowadays movies just get less and less theatrical release, yeah you know? exactly yeah. while they were like in carlo like in carlo cinema they might show you know the kind of weird little indie corn brothers yes. movie, you know like uh fucking hail caesar that's not getting released. No, the, you kind of got to go to like to the lighthouse, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even Cineworld, they don't the, really even show. Even the whale, it was hard to see the whale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. another film I haven't so seen. Fat. I heard your review of it, but uh, <laughs> I loved your review on it. That it was like he had a system of pulleys, like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do 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 do. The, um, Please, Gromit, more cheese. <laughs> Just Wallace and a rascal scooter. <laughs> Grilled cheese on crackers, Gromit. <laughs> His final words is Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) The the best scenes of Pulp Fiction, uh, Honey Bunny at the start. Yes, that's that's great. I remember that's just going. Oh my god! My favorite scene is that where the the principal is awesome. No, this Pulp Fiction. Oh right, sorry. I'm thinking of the principal. Yeah, you know the principal in Forrest Gump, and he fucks Sally Field. That's that's the best part. That's brilliant. Your mama just what she says. Your mama really cares for your school and boy. Man, I want to be that the sleaziest pulling up your fly, being like, (laughs) "Go work, kid." Yeah. (laughs) All right, this little retard's in school now. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) Jesus! And the Special Olympics were born from that one act of solicitation. Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Okay, I see one poll. Don't worry. <laughs> Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Yes. Uh, again, something I found out recently. That isn't Ezekiel twenty five. Oh what? No, it's um. There's a film called The Bodyguard with your man Sonny Chiba who Quentin right. Tarantino is Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that, martial arts guy. They did a version of it and he took that version. Yeah. So it's not actually the. Well, one the, thing about Tarantino, obviously, he's very, you know, he says it's an homage and a reference, but he's quite derivative. You know, he'll. Like Reservoir so Dogs in particular. I was, I was thinking about this. He's taken lines and ideas and everything and piled them all together. Yeah. 
and made his own movies. And he, that's kind of like what Brendan O'Carroll does with Mrs. Brown's Boys. <laughs> He's if only he had the same numbers. Is, is, is the Quentin Tarantino yeah. of comedy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, dead mammy story. Yeah. Uh, so you heard it here first. Brendan O'Carroll likes to get foot jobs. That's what we're saying. He's on coke, yeah. getting foot fucks. Mrs. Brown loves feet. Uh, Jack Rabbit Slims, the dance. Yeah, dance scene was again. It's very good. Uh, obviously, that's kind of a reference to that French film, uh, a band apart. Uh, there's a scene in a French film like from the 60s oh, right. and they dance in a cafe and it was kind of part of that uh, new wave French nouveau cinema. Yeah. Right. Watch my, would you recommend that, James? I mean, it's interesting. It's, what do you call him? Uh, Jean-Luc... No. Goddard, fuck. is it? Goddard, yeah. No. He did 400 Blows as well. I've watched some of those, um, those new wave French films. I'm mixing them up, yeah. yeah. A lot of those new wave... French films like he's a he's a burglar who smokes and he slaps a woman yeah and then he's the hero you again know? <laughs> it was just kind of considered revolutionary for the time it's hard to kind of go back and be objective unless you're a coked up autistic like Tarantino's like it's incredible man it's incredible look at that he's French smoking a cigarette it's so cool and so he'll reference shit like that but then Reservoir Dogs in particular was incredibly derivative of a film from China called City of Fire. I've heard of that, yeah. yeah. And, like, it's not just, you know, he takes a little oh, bit here and the there. Whole, yeah, it's the basically the exact same film. Nah, he's yeah. like Kanye. Yes. Yeah. He takes bits and pieces. He, he produces- doesn't like the Jews either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harvey, he hogged all the pussy, man. There's actually way more, because there's, uh, fly through these, there's, um, there's the adrenaline shot. Uh, yes. There's the pawn shop. Yes. Yeah, because that's the part that Sharon remembered. That's the only mm-hmm. part she was like, that's the most maddest thing I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, Fing Rames getting ass raped to a swinging jazz tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they shot Marvin in the face, and yes. Mr. Yes. Mr. Wolf had to come and sort it out. Yeah, then Mr. Wolf. Uh, Kaitel. The bad motherfucker wallet. It's just a f- such a fun movie. It's You can just rewatch well, it so many times and you not, enjoy you're it. You're not convinced me, Paul, that. Forrest Gump is better. Oh, I know. I'm yeah. just yeah. I know, but my my favorite then is Captain Coons and the Gold Watch. Yes, mm. with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, and yeah, then, and then yeah. he did Christopher Walken. Then was involved with the with the other great speech in True Romance. True with, Romance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. That's yes, brilliant. Incredible it's, scene. It's yeah. great. Tarantino only really helps his uh, sizzle reel. You know. Well, again, like all of his work, like all of his work, but particularly his early work, like he was so like. He was very liberal with the use of the N-word, even with... You're really harping on this N-word. But here's the thing, white actors, but Spike Lee, from the early 90s, right up until now, anytime a new Tarantino film comes out, Spike Lee will kind of do a new interview saying, Tarantino, you know, he's a racist, he's always saying the N-word and stuff. And, and, and Samuel L. Jackson then will always defend, defend him. him. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, grew, that he grew up in a black neighborhood. Spike in- Lee is awful, by the way. Uh, uh, he had some good stuff he early some, on. Yeah, in the 90s, but, uh, I love yeah. your phone uh, Spike he's got so oh, many oh what I'm sorry what? what's the problem with my phone what's the problem <laughs> come here can I give you the first movies time that... I looked at it yeah. you've been the... buried in yours you can't I'm realised <laughs> I'm, I'm realised that I um, I have more notes here uh, about Pulp Fiction than I do Forrest Gump even yeah, though I'm American yeah, there's a sign right there that's your subconscious telling you um, the films that were inspired by it uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead yes Go Two Days in the Valley Get Shorty Gross Point Blank Lucky Number 11 
I mean, Bulldog yeah. Saints, very bad things. Lock, stock, it's two smoking barrels. Yeah. Even intermission. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can see its footprint, you know, in all of those. And all those, like in the last, like, in the five or six years afterwards, everything was. There was a lot of, there's a lot of really bad carbon copies want to be trying to be Pulp Fiction. Then there are films that kind of went their own way. And like Lock, stock, two smoking barrels. You know, they lean into the British London style. Intermission is a lot of fun as well. Yeah. It's Dublin. Well, in in another way, you could say that that's what a good thing about Forrest Gump. It was so original that no one could... Uh, yeah, true. There's no copy of Forrest Gump. That's it? true. Well, you're right. You're yeah. right. It would be too obvious, you know. Yeah. You can copy yeah. a style of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because it's gangsters and drugs and there, guns. There is a, there's a Bollywood version of it. And the poster and all is just the same. It's oh, yes. Hilarious. I bet you have a lot of fun this, with that. It's, uh, it's called something like The Simple Man or something <laughs> like that. You know? I like those uh, movies where it's just like, man who is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish man brings shame <laughs> on family. Yeah, uh, Pulp Fiction would probably be have two men in black suits yeah. shoot lots of people. Yeah. The yeah. shooting men <laughs> who talk about burgers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you read the sequel to Forrest Gump? No, there was talk about making it or whatever. Well, it was. there was a book published and they were talking, they were on the way to making a sequel and then 9-11 happened. Then they kind of um, were like, we can't, you know. Yeah. That's what I like about you, Brian. You see the positive in everything. The <laughs> silver lining is like, hey, at least we didn't get Forrest Gump too, you know. R.I.P. Never forget, but you know, hey. The sequel sounds a bit mad, by the way. It's like the book version, like... Um, they make a movie out of his life, so he meets Tom Hanks, oh, right. Robert Zemeckis, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's tanked to the Oscars, which is kind of like call back to the writer. Oh, wow. And I think he goes to Desert Storm and has lots of wacky <laughs> adventures. He like um, he accidentally shoots down a helicopter. There's a lot of funny, wacky, funny things. Was there an Oklahoma City bombing? <laughs> he thing? he does meet Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, no way. <laughs> you got some good points, Timothy McVeigh. The Zionist occupied government needs to be stopped. <laughs> They are gonna take our guns. <laughs> like, he literally does. I think that was another reason. So there's a whole thing where he meets Timothy McVeigh, yeah. and leads to the uh, like a terrorist attack. All right, in a funny way. Yeah. And in the movie, like when they're taking to do the movie. 9-11 just happened terrorism now isn't chic it's, it's not, not hot it's yeah. not sexy you know yeah. it's kind it's of not hot it's, it's not <laughs> it's kind of bad vibes you yeah. know it's 9-11 didn't pass the vibe check I think we could all agree there uh, that's a red flag if he likes 9-11 girls that's a red flag if he likes 9-11 and fight club <laughs> <laughs> he's a Nazi uh, yeah. how long have we been going oh I think um, we have oh, we have an uh, hour time should be on that shouldn't it time is on that 57 minutes so yeah, yeah. Right. we're in around oh, an hour great, so. Perfect, so. Well, I'm going to have to edit out about 20 minutes there anyway so I'm, yeah I'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking I'm only joking I still don't know where I'm going with this only podcast who's going to be listening uh, to yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean we, we'll iron out all the kind of like the, the problem areas <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is going to be uh Starring Paul and Brian with a cameo from Cat. <laughs> I was thinking, you know the way they do it on podcasts and there's like that music that just goes, shh. Yes. You know, and it just goes on to the next bit. Yeah. I need to get one of them. Just like a, yeah. Like uh, a, I, I hate that. An I, audio uh, star wipe. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I hate all this stuff. I also hate now, we're going off in the little tantrums now, but um, they put in like those ads in the podcast now, but yeah. they're not... Um, uh, what's the word like they're, they're not intentional no, that's the word that's not the word I'm getting too angry now go on uh, they disintrupt mid-sentence oh yes. so, yeah. Yeah, so it, yeah it's yeah. actually the platform yeah, like the platform Spotify will play an ad it's exactly. not like an ad oh it's not actually on the thing yeah, that yeah. is really annoying it's happening on YouTube as well mm-hmm. like halfway through a video 
you know, how many uh, you, died? You did a podcast and somebody mentioned someone and then you went, okay, well, we're not going to... And then, then there was a total gap and then you came back. So anyway, yeah. you come back and, and I, I was I like... I normally cut it where it's a smooth transition. Uh, I deliberately did that. And, uh, and then it was totally... Edit. And I was like, I was listening to the car. No, no, I yeah. wasn't listening. I remember messaging you going, is the full thing they were going to be on Patreon? And you were like, no, I'm not going to put it up. And I was like, I knew what you were talking about. I was like, I want, I want to hear that. Here's I want to hear that. That wasn't even like a real funny thing. It was just basically me being like, oh, oh, no, I, I, I hope yeah. he gets murdered. Yeah, no, that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> But that was it. There was nothing else to it. Like, yeah, not yeah. too juicy. And I was like, oh, this Sometimes, it. I mean, Brian, he, he makes the decisions for both of us. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't know what to do. He's <laughs> like, don't worry, pet. Don't worry your little there's, head about there's it. There's nothing worse when you know what's going on and you're kind of, oh, I'm missing out. That was real FOMO for me now, I thought. Yeah, you. yeah. I was like, I'm paying for Patreon. I should be able to hear you giving out about people. Fuck <laughs> Just call thing. us up and we'll yeah. be like, yeah, he's a cunt. Fuck him. <laughs> Again, gotta cut that on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm allowed to swear, aren't I? So I think I, yes. I was going. Oh yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yes, now. If we were going to wrap it up, I would say that uh, my point is that they're both great movies, and that if you haven't seen any of them, you should see the two of them. But so, I don't think there's very few people on the planet who haven't seen both of them. Yeah. I think they're very, very mainstream movies. But here's the thing: I think Pulp Fiction maybe has a little more staying power with modern audiences. I don't know if as many people have seen Forrest Gump I look forward to I don't know. my little guy is 7 he's 8 soon but I wait till he's about 11 or 12 I want to show him Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump. yeah 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 maybe a little bit longer and then I, when he's about when he's about 35 I'll show him Pulp Fiction <laughs> uh, I think to be honest with you now and this is an indictment on our culture not you Paul yeah. but I think we live in a very cynical world right now I think the magic of Forrest Gump it's too easy to go on Twitter now and be like um, actually no yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Forrest true. Gump Forrest Dump um, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and then just move on with their lives whereas I think the cyn- even the cynics can appreciate a little bit like I mean is you know, a gimp in yes. Forrest Gump I mean, you know like especially the kids these days this generation this euphoria generation they're all little perverts and weirdos yeah they've all got a gimp in a box in their shed you know <laughs> yeah. every one of them yeah. only the cool ones have a retard in the shed <laughs> ah Jesus gosh darn it kids really you know it's a sickness really isn't it I can't help myself surely there is some condition to, you know threats <laughs> uh, f- being funny yeah a lot of you know a lot of modern audiences don't like that you know when you be funny it's like no he's not actually talking about you know politics anyway sorry, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, sorry. did you do the, the come up with this, the thing in the international where you have to come up with your uh yeah, oh, yeah. things on the spot. How, yes, and did that Th- go? That actually went very well. That was like one of the best gigs I'd ever for done. Then it all went to hell. It all went bad, real. But for, afterwards, for anyone that doesn't know, there's a comedy club called the International. On Monday nights, they've introduced this new show where the audience write down suggestions. Yeah, or Tuesday nights. Is it Tuesday nights? Yeah, Tuesday yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that went well for you. Yeah. So you get up, you do a few minutes, and then you know, you, like, so it'll all it's make or break. Now the crowd were very nice, and everybody did well, but. Yeah. So they liked my actual material, and then I got up, and I was just kind of... I didn't do... I was just kind of riffing a couple of one-liners. As soon as I said something horrible and offensive, I was like, next. Yeah. But they were they were up for it. And then a couple of young men bought me a lot of drinks and I remember, made fun I heard, of me I heard that bit, for yeah, being a fat goofball. And then I went home sad and drunk. <laughs> it was a good night. It was a good night, yeah. Hey, and the glamorous and life you weren't feeling well, and, and Brian went down the road and waited for you. Yes, that's right. When yeah. I was vomiting, it's kind of the opposite of what I do street. for a living. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, let's just talk. Let's wrap up there. Uh, well, your final thoughts, then, James. Um, Again, I mean, Gump versus. I obviously, I much prefer Pulp Fiction, but I don't know how much. I mean, no, I don't think we should do a prefer. I think we just leave it at that. Uh, okay. we're, we're both in agree. We're all in agreement that but they're like, two good movies. Obviously, I mean, I thought Spielberg directed Forrest Gump. So Spielberg directed Pulp Fiction. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Uh, thanks a million, guys, for coming on. And um, thanks for having us. Yeah, no, thanks. And thanks for having a great podcast. Uh, Brian and James fuck each other. Brian and James fuck each other. The podcast is Brian and James, as you mentioned, fuck each other. Yes, yeah. and that's why be, you've never uh, seen it promoted anywhere. And yeah. I would say well, that's not really true. Uh, I would say now uh, I've powered a whole billboard. Uh, so I would say I might be fun. Uh, Paul is saying that if we release this in our feed as well. Yeah, absolutely. So if you are yeah, listening yeah. to us on Paul's feed, congratulations! It's a good podcast. Listen to yeah. more. Yeah. Listen to on the Brian James feed. Pop on over to uh, tell tell the podcast. Oh, again. it's 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 called Well Yeah. And well, it, yeah. Well, 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 yeah. yeah, and we'll share it and all that. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a big incestuous kind of orgy going Absolutely. on. Right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll do like those all those Instagram stars do where they all comment on each other and go, "Oh my god, that's the most amazing joke I've ever heard." Yeah, and then yeah. they comment on the other and go, "Oh my god, that's you, the most amazing." You're such a brave queen. Oh, slave. that's fantastic. That's the most hilarious thing I ever heard, and I've never heard of the original mm. comic <laughs> from the '80s who came out with that first. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll do it's that. Too much, literally, too much positivity. That's not me being joking. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the internet like people say it's too negative it's bad it's like well that's probably healthy in a way it's healthier than this like non-stop like slay queen slay yeah. queen yeah, oh yeah. you got drunk and crashed into a crash slay queen <laughs> don't listen to those people saying it's bad the haters yeah. trying to bring you down you're a boss bitch mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, and, and, and on that note on that boss bitch note uh, thanks very much guys Brian and James for being on the podcast thank and, you uh, thank you Paul thank you for having us slay <laughs> Alright. I need to get a drink my next uh, mm-hmm. uh, drink. Should we turn, turn, we turn, turn did we turn it off? Did we? Or coffee?